0: This Halloween...
1: No! That's impossible!
0: Don't get caught.
2: Did you check the basement? Or the bedroom?
0: Without the perfect thing...
2: They're both out!
0: ...to treat every taste.
2: Well, that's it. We're out of Fanta.
1: This Halloween, don't live with the horror of being without Fanta. Get yours today. From the Neptunes. the Neptunes And I just want to let y'all know I'm your push The push world up. is about to feel I'm Something, to feel something that they never, push push never felt before <laughs> Come on what up? What up? What up?
3: San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people of the Tyler, people of the Shaw, city, people down the whole three hundred five South Florida region. You're tuned into the Wednesday edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Rudy J. Yes, sir. Sam, spend the one and twos. We are broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Don't forget, they have their Rounders Cup coming up Memorial Day weekend. Four hundred dollar entry fee. They got satellites running throughout up until then. Give for more information, give them a call at three six one deal. That's rounders. And this first segment of the day is going to be presented by First Serve Tennis. First serve tennis been serving the San Antonio area. For over 25 years, they have all the name brand in rackets and apparel, and they offer same-day professional racket restringing. That is First Served Tennis, official sponsor of the sports grind. 736-9760, if you know what you want to talk about, it's open phone lines. Feel free to give us a call. All we ask is you be patient during the breaks and segments, and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. What's up, man?
1: I'm in the building, baby. Let's get it. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. What's up, man?
3: How much? How we doing
2: today? Doing all right.
3: Gucci. Doing all right. Um, first off, gotta give a shout out to uh, Big George, Pops.
1: It's your dad's birthday.
3: Yeah, uh, seventy-seven.
1: Happy still, birthday, Coach.
3: Still kicking. Um,
1: Happy birthday, Coach. Yeah,
3: I can call him because I don't keep up the age. I call him. Person, what is that? Eighty. Oh, uh... a... <laughs> shut up. <laughs> so I turn around. I thought I was eighty. Like, no, seventy-seven. So shout out to Pops. Um, but yeah, so what do we got going on today? So we've got some things to get to. Uh, I mean, got on, the, low,
1: on a lower note after a birthday, the coach, you see Paul Mooney. Pass. Yes,
3: Paul Mooney. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, Thoughts and prayers out to Mr. Paul Mooney. Uh, you know, I've been watching some game. old clips
1: from him. I don't know if yeah. Paul. I don't know if Paul could survive in today's climate as far as the sensitivity. Like you know, because comedians don't get a pass anymore either.
2: There's so many of those clips, though, where it's like, tell me where he's wrong.
1: No, yeah, I, I mean, he's
2: speaking 20 fa- years ago that still holds up yeah. factually. Yeah, yeah, he's speaking
1: um, facts. It's just in today's world, like even comedians can get canceled.
3: He got introduced to some of the newer generation around ours. Even that through the Chappelle gave him a, a platform a few times in the skit. And people, he kind of. You know, busted on the scene. Then I forgot what bit that was called.
2: Yeah, that was that uh, was the first time I was introduced yeah. to him, and then I, yeah. I mean, deep dive immediately. Yeah, well, he goes way back to where I've
3: read some stories on him in the past. I mean, he goes way back in the Richard Pryor, even before doing Richard. Before, I mean, I know controversy. Who was it? Mean, yeah, wasn't
1: there some controversy with Paul and him messing with that, somebody's son? Or well, some? he
3: said that Richard. Well, I know he's been on the record before the Richard Pryor. Um, was it was it was it frank sinatra who was i don't know it? i don't know it was some guy somebody He claimed that it was in some type of scandal or right? something like that but no i mean he's he's old school but yeah he passed away at the age of 79 uh today so thoughts and prayers out to his family um all right so we've got uh everything rolling i mean we've got day baseball going on the white Sox are in action and you talked about the white Sox and tony la Russa and his young phenom
1: yeah and, Mr Mr Mercedes it goes back to um they're blowing out somebody 15-4 he has a 30 count this kid's going to be possibly the AL rookie of the year and a 30 count tony comes out top of the dugout says take 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 like don't swing don't swing we're up 15-4 because They have an infielder pitching at this. Who was it? The Indian Salam. Uh, Sala- was it the
2: Indian Sam? It was the twins. And they the had, twin. Yeah, like you said, they had an infielder up there throwing 47 mile an hour. Yeah, pitches.
1: he's throwing 47 mile an hour. And Mercedes' boy just swings away, goes yard, celebrates with the team. And Tony, you know, Tony was pretty upset about it. But Mercedes didn't back down. He said, Hey, that's who I am. This is who I'm gonna be. I'm never gonna change. If he said if I changed, then y'all wouldn't be talking to y'all. I wouldn't be who I am. Mm-hmm. Tony's like, no, you are gonna change. So they've been going back and forth in the media. But um, Tony's calling it a learning lesson that he he says he swears he's not gonna do it. But Mercedes like, yeah, I am.
2: And you saw what <laughs> happened last night too. I mean, the twins threw at him.
1: They threw behind him, threw right? Threw behind
2: him. And then in the postgame, La Russa said, yeah, I have no I have no problem with what the Twins did. So he basically said, yeah, sure, throw at my players. I have no throw problem. Throw at my rookie of the year. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true.
3: I mean, well, you got to think. So who's wrong? wrong? La Russa's been out of the game for a while. But La Russa is old school. But what he doesn't know is, like, a lot of the faces of the game, like Tatista, a lot of these guys, they've, adop- they've adapted and adopted, I should say. They've adopted – the whole let them play fun and showboat and show emotions. I mean, hell, um, we didn't talk about it on the show, but a few weeks ago during the Padres and Dodgers series, I mean, the Tista and um, my man, um, what's my man that got the big contract from the Dodgers in the offseason? Don't, don't really care too much for him. Oh, Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer. They went through it on Twitter because, you know, Atista showed some emotion. He got Trevor, took him deep. And Trevor Brown said, I have no problem with it. He goes, I'm trying to get him out. And if he gets me one, he's celebrating. And then they went on because Twitter. I remember that. had put, like, I'm your, you know, picture of a baby. Like, I'm I'm your daddy. And they went back. So, to, Tony LaRusso is just, he's one of those dying breeds that's going to have to, he's going to have to get adjusted. I mean, I don't know if he's going to win this battle. I mean, like I told you yesterday, they're surprising me. They're in first place. Uh, but he's back. He didn't know the overtime rules right. all the way. So, yeah.
1: Extra innings. Um I don't know who's oh, – so who's wrong, though? Is the rookie wrong or is Tony wrong? And then you say you got no problem with them throwing it. I mean, so who who's in the right? Because I know baseball's trying to turn the corner and be more – It just
3: depends on what you believe in. It depends on if you're a purist. If, I mean, if you're a seam head like Sam, it just depends on if – there's some seam hands that like the new. Do... Way away it's going. There's some old school cast that, like, no, you're not supposed to show up at a 3 0. You're not supposed to be trying to steal second base up 6 0. You know, there's little things like that.
2: Yeah. And I mean, I, I look at it as if you're saying that Mercedes disrespected the game, what do you call putting an infielder on the mound to pitch? That's disrespecting the game right there. I mean, if you're putting a guy that's, that's never that's going point. to pitch on the mound, because it's a blowout you 're disrespecting the game by not treating it like you should Good by point. putting a real pitcher in there so i mean i i have I have no problem with it i mean if you 're going to do that even up that big the whole goal like, the whole reason you play is you don't like why would you quit why would you quit in the third quarter of an nBA game that 's basically what mm. the unwritten rules of yeah. baseball say you should do. I just think those unwritten
3: rules eventually are slowly going to have to die out or weed out, and I put a lot of uh I give a lot of credit to the Latin ball players who came over here that really changed the culture in regards to how much emotion you're supposed to show after a home run or stuff like that. I mean, as long as you talk about that all the time on the show in regards to just, you know, experience and even if you talk about Japan baseball to you know, especially
2: in Dominican Republic, oh, Puerto Salami yes, said. I think it's Korea Japan, they go crazy. Yeah, you no know, one bat flips like the Korean baseball yeah. league. Yeah,
1: okay, bat flips. Like the, the, more Korean. That's in,
2: the more that's
3: influxed in the game in MLB, the more that is changed. So that's where guys like Tony, Tony's just been out of the game a while, and Tony's old school. Tony's also the guy. And then
1: you say, hey, I got no problem with them throwing at
3: him. <laughs> See, that's something that even the rest of his guys have a problem. You're not supposed to do that. Managers stick up for one another. I mean I just think and needs a chill. But this is the same guy, like I said, I told the cops, like, you know who I am? I'm a World Series manager. I've got two DUIs. So this is Tony for you. Dark shade Tony. So you got that going on. You got a no other no hitter in baseball again. Um
1: I got if, a, I got i what's the over under I got the over under at ten. What are y'all taking? I still go with the under. He says Sam, over, you taking more than ten no hitters this season? Right,
3: man. The pitch, the swinging, sure I man. thought y'all
1: were both going to go under. I'd probably
3: be on the safe side under, but I can't, I'm not going to argue with
1: him over. It could go over. How many games we got left? Uh, a bit. St-
2: I mean, there's still a hundred and third, hundred and twenty games. A lot yeah, more than a hundred games. No, it, I mean that number sounds outrageous. But if you look even at the, you know, the the minor league numbers right now, an average batting average in Double A is like two oh eight. I mean, I, I don't think even even as we get later in the season, you start seeing more call-ups mm. or more moves being made. I think it's we're going to see even more of them as we get going.
3: Yeah. Damn. It's
2: just everybody's swinging for the
3: fences, man.
2: Swinging for the fences, launch angles.
3: Um, yeah, but I, I, I could see there's still a good chunk of baseball left. I could see him going over, but I'm I'm, yeah. I'm an under. Guy. I didn't
1: see Trevor Bowers' tweet last night. I know. Tweet? I remember when he was talking about what you just said, but last mm. night he tweeted – uh, dear hitters, if you hit three hole homer off of me, I will not consider it a crime. Dear people who are still mad about a hitter hitting, kindly get out of the game. Can't believe we're still talking about 3 three0 swings. If you don't like it, manager pitchers just be better. Who is Alex Wood? Is Alex Wood somebody in this game? Alex Wood, I don't know. He's, but he said the same thing Sam said. If there's a pitch, if there's a position player pitching in a big league game, all rules are out the window. Plus, do y'all realize how hard it is to hit a forty nine mile an hour pitch four hundred feet? Give the people what they want.
3: Yeah. It's um again, Tony just needs to get with the get with the go. 'Cause there's some other managers that's as old as Tony or been in the game as Tony that they've kind of you know, kinda backed off for this a little bit. I mean, you still got some old active managers, you know, Joe Madden with the Angels. Um Clint Hurdle, is he still with the Pirates? Sam, is Hurdle still over there? Did he – That was last year, his last year, a couple of years ago. Well, he's an old-school guy. He's a guy that will throw – order his team to throw at you in a minute, in a heartbeat. But I don't know if he's still with the Pirates or if he already retired or, or quit. Like, yeah. Okay. So – but, no, that's just something he's going to have to get adapted to. Uh, NBA playoffs are here. They're rolling on. We had some action last night. Uh, we've got some games tonight. Your San Antonio Spurs are in Memphis. Uh, You know, Graceland. Last Carter night was Elvis. a dud.
1: <laughs> Last night was a dud. Well,
3: the, the Wizards. Because I mean, it's, I told no, you it's
1: because it's like, yo, when you get these games, you're expecting that March type feel where guys are willing to go all out, diving all over the place, close game. What's going to happen? And the Hornets never get off the bus. Well, and watch a young team yeah and Washington's defense is what it's been like yeah, all year long.
3: terrible That's why when I picked I forgot how bad the defense yeah. could be and then Westbrook did what I thought he could do is shoot him out the game um and Bradley bill was just he was just he was awful. laboring and again i I like Bradley bill, you know, I love to see somebody like that in silver and black, but one thing I've heard enough from Bradley needs to stop. I mean, I have never heard a guy bring up his injuries prior and afterwards like I was out with four leg wraps out there. Or gloves, what he said, around my hamstring. Well, you told us before you was not close to 100%. My thing is, like, that's, i am never, I mean, Bradley's, he's a warrior, but I, he, that's a little bit, that's stuff that we kill LeBron James and people for. Mm. I mean, Bradley, enough, man. Good you point. just didn't have it. You had an awful shooting night. Your partner didn't show up in the second half, shot you out. And like we said, the defense is awful. Uh, you know, but again, who would kind of, like I said, Tatum went nuts. I mean a fifty piece.
1: Wow! I mean
3: up in the garden. I mean that's in Boston. He puts himself up there. I mean he's stepping up without his, it's his third run. one, man. So you know, so they've punched their ticket with a date to. They've got to play Boston. They play who now?
1: They are the seventh seed, so, the seventh so they're going to be playing the Nets. Mm. Oh, that's yeah. what
3: you want, huh? A date with the Brooklyn
1: and they said the the fun fact of his two of his three fifty point games have been on the same night as no hitters.
3: Oh, that's Whatever bag.
1: that means. Whatever I don't happened, know who uh, did that, but whoever, whatever that means. We'll talk about your
3: Spurs who, like I said, take on Memphis tonight. We'll look at that. Golden State in L.A. We'll talk about some other things as well. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. And this next segment is going to be presented by Texas Chair Liquor. Texas Chair Liquor has three locations with a fourth one on the way, serving the far west side of San Antonio and Bear County. If you follow them on Facebook or like them on Facebook, it'll keep you up to date on their tastings and specials. That is Texas Chair Liquor, official sponsor of the Sports Grind.
1: You realize your dad shares a birthday with Malcolm X? Yes. Yeah i cool.
3: Yeah, by any means necessary. Yeah. Sometimes he thinks he's Malcolm X, sometimes. <laughs> but anyway.
1: Uh Man, I hope I get to no. seventy seven. I don't think I don't know I, I will, know but
3: about that. I don't
1: know. I don't
3: yeah. Know. Our generation's not doing not looking too good on that. No, one. it's not. But uh yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh. Um I was gonna say. Oh yeah, before we go on, let's go to the phones here let's real quick. Let's go to David. David, you're on the sports ground here on Ticket 760. What's up, David?
0: Hey, guys. How we doing? All right. Man. Good to hear you all. Thank you. Um, regarding the no-hitters, in my mind, there are six no-hitters so far this year. With Bumgarner getting the shaft on that seven-inning seven no-hitter, and to use a, a Calvinism, it really makes my butt itch. When MLB can go and say that – it's not considered a no-hitter because it wasn't 9 innings yet they won't throw out any other stat from that game if if they're going to consider a no a 7 inning no-hitter not a quote unquote true no-hitter then every other stat that came out of those the go comes out of these 7 inning games should not be counted towards anything whether it was a home run a, a strikeout a walk uh, on base percentage, anything like that. But I think it's a really a farce that, that this guy got cheated out of being, you know. Mm. Every time someone throws a no hitter, everybody forgets about Bumgarner's seven game no hitter, and, and <laughs> I mean seven inning no hitter, and it oh. should be considered a no hitter. So in my eyes, it's six, it, it, it's six no hitters so far this year. All right, All right guys, have All a right, good David.
3: one. Um, you know when so, that then,
1: happened, but I, but, but uh, okay, wait, help me out. Okay, so back in the day. When Mariano Rivera would come running out, and he may pitch an inning or two, so should he get a no hitter for two innings of work?
3: No, it's not the same thing. Because honestly, when he when when he David brings that up, when that I'm happened, confused. we didn't even really talk about it. And honestly, out of full transparency, I wouldn't. I didn't even really realize that they didn't. We count did talk that, about that, it, but we didn't count that they didn't count it kind we, yeah, we, we did. Because I, I, I was
1: man. like, yo, you, got, you put up some respect on Bumgarner's name. I remember we talked about it. What's up, Sam?
2: No, I, I know, but did oh. we talk about it didn't count as official no-hitter in the books? I I don't remember going as deep in on the fact that it was not counted no. officially oh, okay. by baseball. But I do remember you bringing it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, I remember not Oh, okay. To poke at that. Cal about remember, Bumgarner. Yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah. So I, you know, it
1: count, though? I think David brings because up a it, valid point, Why? You can still – there two – that's – you. There's two more innings, six more outs you've got to get. All,
3: first of all, baseball decided on this seventh, for the last two seasons because of COVID and the schedule, they've decided to add these twinkle, these these little hooks and crooks rules in regards to seventh innings because the seventh inning deal is if you got a doubleheader. Okay? okay. If you're scheduled a doubleheader, Sam, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think if you're yeah, scheduled a right. doubleheader, those are doubleheader, but they're only seven inning okay, games. Okay, I'm listening. It was normally a nine inning game. So my point is, if they want to do this and the whole thing about starting, which I don't really—I've—I've—I've do, I've, I've tried it, I've kept my mouth shut. I don't like the whole starting on second base when the when the when the uh, that screws up a lot of stuff. Okay, like you work all the way to the the innings, nine innings, but yet and still now automatically nobody can hit anything. But we're gonna just put a runner on second uh, second base, like we're about to pass out orange slices after the game. <laughs> anyway, so. The truth of it is, this is baseball. If, if if they want to say, okay, fine, doubleheaders, we're only playing seven innings, Dave makes a good point. Like, are you going to throw out people's RBIs that game as well, too? I mean, that's that. I, I haven't heard anybody really bring this up, but it's. I can't just poo-poo totally on David's point because I do get it. Because you use in Mario coming out of closing, that's, I mean, usually
1: a closer, you're coming to close. But, I mean, he pitches to, a no-hitter in the ninth. But that's never been called yeah, a no-hitter. That's I never, know, No-hitter is always a less- starter. It's a starter,
3: True. Rudy. He try,
1: but it wasn't nine innings. But it's he got the
3: start. No one got a hit off of him in seven games. Seven That's innings. The, seven innings. Excuse
2: me. That's me, the thing. The biggest, the most, the most important thing of what David said is, it's it's the it's the rules that the league created. Right. So it, I mean, it, it has nothing to do with the player itself whatsoever. The player is going out there. The league says this game will be seven innings. He went out there, pitched a full game according to league standards, and didn't give up a hit. It feels like that's a no-hitter. And we
3: don't have time to do it, but I guarantee you, if you go look at the stats of the history of pitchers that have taken a no-hitter into the seventh inning, a complete seventh inning, how many of them completed the no-hitter in the last six outs they had to get? I, 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 there's a lot we, of no has been
1: broke up in the eighth been, and ninth but I, but a lot I, there a has
3: lot. been but i guarantee i would think that there's probably more of that have carried it would probably have basically maybe finished the job more. maybe i'm wrong yeah but the point is, is, is like now. i agree with sam it,
2: the, 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 that's the rules they that's what i was trying to say that's yeah. the rules that they I laid out and here's the other side of it if a pitcher goes 11 innings and doesn't give up a hit but then gives up a hit in the 11. We don't give him a no-hitter just because he went nine innings. The nine innings is just arbitrary because that's the number of innings that the league says this is how long a game is. So to mm. me, I think it still translates to if the league says this is how many innings is a game, you pitch that whole game, don't give up a hit, I, the league, to me, has to acknowledge that as a no-hitter. So
1: that particular game was only seven innings. Because
2: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they had a double Because they had a double-header.
1: Right, yeah. Yeah, then that's a no hitter. That's a different. No. Yeah, that's yeah a, I
3: remember you bringing that game up because I had thought, I've been saying Bumgarner was done, but I didn't even dawn me that they didn't even uh, really count that. But anyway, seven three six nine seven sixty. Okay, so the NBA playoffs, we kind of touched on a little bit what happened last night, but tonight the Spurs uh, go on the road to take on Memphis. I told you yesterday, I'm looking at this as the team that is a game that's Spurs are capable absolutely. of winning. Absolutely. I'm also looking at this as a body work in the last three years where these two franchises are at. And I'm going to keep harping on that. But tonight, you would like to think, like I said yesterday, there's really nobody on Memphis that really has playoff experience.
1: I think I saw the stat Ooh. today. It's like 280 playoff games for the Spurs to like 100 for Memphis. Yeah.
3: Well, we ain't going to count that stat for the Spurs because there's only one guy left DeRozan. from that. It's, it's, well DeRozan, I guess you would cut him and in that Patty. But Memphis is in the hole. No one's really been in the playoffs this spot. This is the reason why. This is probably one of the only reasons why I'm giving the Spurs the puncher's chance of the capabilities of winning this game. But like I said yesterday, these are the games. This is an opponent and a game and a spot that DeMar DeRozan should be able to lead this team and the young guys to get over, and along with his Robin, because these are two I'm looking at, Batman and Robin Whoa. in this. That's DeMar and that's uh, Murray. Yeah okay the other third guy the third wheel would probably be Lonnie Walker but really I'm putting the onus on DeMar and DeJounte Murray to try to go against this team and get the victory to live and fight another day and take on Golden State or the Lakers but we'll get more into it when we get back you listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios we'll be back
2: All right, back down to
3: Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. And this next segment is going to be presented by Tiger Sanitation. If you're looking for a job, Tiger Sanitation is always hiring. Great company to work for. They do a lot of stuff charity-wise for the community and surrounding areas. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Okay. So back to the Spurs and Memphis uh, tonight, I think the keys, when you look at these two teams, um, Memphis comes in, um, Spurs are ranked 19th defensively, and Memphis is 16th. And if you look at it, I think the points against, they're both around 102 or something, 102.6 average. Uh, but that, to me, that's not really the concern for me. The Spurs, the, if the Spurs, like I said, they need a show up from Murray and Demar. But the other thing that concerns about Memphis is that they are the fourth. If I'm not mistaken, I think they're the fourth best rebounding team in the league, defensive rebounding, and that's because of uh, the work that Travis Kelsey does, A.K. Valachunas, um, <laughs> just like Kelsey.
1: Um, he's he's that's uh, racist. What? You can't. All white people what? don't look alike.
3: All right, black Joe Rogan. <laughs> like everything, like that. What are you talking about? You. I'm messing with you. Listen, I'm messing
1: with you. Go ahead.
3: The thing that concerns me is that my guy Eubanks, if he gets to play, if Pop's going to use him in rotation, you never know what Pop. Because a lot of them I'm on tired this. I'm, of you
1: making Eubanks out to be no, Kevin McHale. Well,
3: but he's what we got. Eubanks and and uh, Patel. Portal. Portal. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to do some work on the boards. Valachunas, I think he leads the league. Like he's third or fourth in rebounding. And like I told you, they're a top ten in defensive that's rebounding. That that's really what it comes down to. Eliminating the for one, eliminating the second chance points for Memphis, and they've got to do some work on the boards. That's 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 really what this game comes down. I think it's a wash on both sides defensively because uh, they're the the gap that separates them. Is not that is not that much in regards. I mean, yes, one sixteen, one nineteen. But if you look at the numbers, points against, they're kind of similar. But really, where there's a disparity is basically when you talk about uh, rebounding. Because when you talk about rebounding, Memphis is fourth. Where did I see this? And the Spurs come in at
1: eighteen. On what is this? And,
3: and rebounding, Def- team defense oh, like okay. rebounding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And to be honest with you, I can't find a top 10 category the Spurs fall in, to be honest with you, which is that's a whole other story as well, too, because we're going to tell the story the way it goes. And because one of your questions in the docket, if they do lose tonight, what's the grade on the season? I would say maybe about a C plus.
1: Oh, you still give me a C? I'm shocked.
3: I ain't gonna give my
1: an F. I mean, there's some things. I mean, they that are below up. five. There are six games below five. There's some factors
3: to that. I I mean I it would have been if they hadn't lost nine out of ten or whatever the number is coming into this game. Eight out of ten. It might have been a B, but I would say a C plus. I can't technically miss the playoffs in this. If they if they lose tonight, they're one and done, and I can't there can't be better than a C plus. But, but I think
1: um, um tonight, number one, six. I'm going to say six. I'm not going to even get – I'm going to say they need, they're they going to need at least six people in double figures. I'm not saying six people need to have 20, but they're going to need six people in double figures. They'll have to make their free throws and get up a little bit more volume on the three ball. I mean, this is, this is where we are. They're a better team when they do those things. I mean, I, I agree with you. Like I said, in the points in the paint – you know, Ja and Brooks and these guys, they're going to attack the paint. Porto's going to have his work cut out for him. If you want to say Eubank's going to have his work cut out for him. Whoever, whoever's in the paint, Memphis is coming to the paint, and we've seen them be vulnerable, excuse me, uh, protecting the basket. That was even when Lamarcus Aldridge was here, but they're a much better team when they have five, six guys in double figures. So if they're to get, so if Kelden, DeJounte, Lonnie, DeMar, Patty, Rudy, whoever it is, somehow, someway, they need to get six guys in the double figures. That means everybody's involved. That means everybody's on one rope on defense. They're a better defensive team when they get going offensively as well. You got their work cut out for them. And now, you know, I'm not going to predict anything because every time I predict the win or loss, it ends up happening. So I'm going to leave the predictions alone. But I, do, I like the Spurs' chances a lot tonight. And, again, like I said yesterday, the one thing they have going for them, they have played well on the road. I mean, I don't know how, I don't know why, but they've played better on the road than they have at home. I mm-hmm. like the Spurs' chances tonight.
3: Well, it ain't been in these last 10, 11 games they played <laughs> good on the road or here in the parking Yeah. Room. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm just telling you to you straight. I mean, no, that's the uh, Yeah, you ain't, I, he ain't lying. Um, but you know what's crazy on a side note? Because when I was looking at this earlier for the show, let me go back and uh, make sure that I have this right. Just looking at the NBA in general here before I get this right here. Okay, when you look at the defensive teams uh, in regards to... In
1: regards to what? Uh, Overall the, points, yeah, points scored against yeah, them? Yeah,
3: uh, correct. Uh, when you look at, let me just look at this here on the team aspect. Bottom line is, if you look at there's the Knicks, the Lakers are the second team in defense, which is shocking compared to a lot of their injuries and the way they have played. They're bringing it to Miami, I think I saw, as five. But the thing is crazy, if you look at even the Knicks, they're the number one defensive team. And their points, I think the average points of their opponent is still like 102. 102. There's no way... In the no, late '90s, and early 2000s, that the number one defensive team could have basically been at a stat given well, up one that just showed you the game has changed. Obvious, but that's crazy. When it's I saw because that.
1: of the three ball. It's because teams jack up so many. Because the analytics say if you shoot X amount of threes, you can score X amount of points. It's all. It's all analytics, and it's another reason why you know some some people like Pop have hate what the game has turned into.
2: That's also because the shot clock only resets to 14 now, so you're basically getting Mm. one and a half more possessions per game Mm. to then shoot the threes that you just talked about. That's Mm. a good
1: point, too, Sam. Great point.
3: And and, and really, we're talking about the defensive stats and points. Like here it is. So the Knicks are number one. Their average is 104.7 a game. The Lakers are at number two, 106.8. Utah's at third, 107.2. Clippers, 107.8. Miami's at fifth, right. 108. Point. So look at that. So all the, even the top five defensive teams are still giving almost a buck five per game compared to, I bet you, if you go in the early 2000s and 90s, look yeah, at the stats was, for the top. You talk about below, like an 89, 88.
1: I remember Aaron? we would always keep track of, you know, the Spurs keeping teams below 100. That was always the thing. Like, oh, the Spurs only giving up 94 points a game. Totally. I mean, I know when I look back at the 05 series, that series against Detroit, some of those games are like 85 to 670, 77 to 72. I think the point four game, point four game was 72 to 71. Something crazy like that. Like that's how much the game 70 is in the first half now.
3: Yeah. Knicks is. I forgot who they played a week ago. Knicks is giving us some old school 90s games this year, Knicks, against so right. their opponents because they turned it into that. Um, but if they lose tonight, what grade are you giving them? Because. This is a team that lost 60 games three
1: years ago. I'm going to keep saying that. Who? The Wait, oh, if they lose tonight, what am I giving them on the season? Finishing 33 and 39, 10th seed. It's a gimmick that you're in. I'll give them a D. I'll give them a D. They'll they'll pass. They can walk the stage. They can walk the stage because, again, they're young. It's COVID. There's a lot of things going on, injuries. But to give them anything better than a D, six games below 500. And really not being in the playoffs, that's just – I can't see myself doing that. So because if I think they there's really out, two, a D.
3: But see, there's two grades in this. I mean, there's the grades of what you, you give. Get the, two grades because the players itself and then the team. But then the other deal is, what are you giving the front office and the coaching job for this? And that's why I keep going back to this team Memphis lost over 60 games three years ago. Because if they do lose tonight and they're one and done, even if they win tonight but they lose against L.A. or Golden State, you still have to answer, like, they ask the questions, where are we going and what are we doing with the current? Those are the questions that I think that should start to be asked by the media and the fans that I think is fair. Because there's data to where you can see other teams. Yes, like Rudy's always said, there's teams that's been in the dweller for eight, 10 years, but there's also teams like it's a franchise, they're playing a night that's turned it around. They, you can see some direction they're going, and they're basically here, even though they're out of the playoffs the 10th spot, but they've improved their winning percentage each kind of year. It feels like this nucleus, this little young two or three player nucleus, along with Pop, ever since the first round of the Denver Nuggets lost a few years ago, it seems like they've gone backwards. That's, well, that's, I mean, that's, yeah, that's they that. have.
1: They missed the playoffs last year. Mm. They probably should have this year. So, yeah.
3: 736-976. We get back. We'll look at that Golden State-LA matchup tonight. You listen to the Sports Crowd broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. This speech is my recital. I think it's very vital. To rock around. That's right. On top. It's huh, tricky. Huh, it's here, here we go. It's All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. And this next segment is going to be presented by Brewster's Backyard Ice House, home of the free popcorn seven days a week, and now they're home of the 275, you call it, happy hour every day from 4 to 6 p.m. That goes down at Brewster's Backyard Ice House, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Oh. yeah, the uh, I want to get some – the PGA Championship starts tomorrow. I want to get to something about okay. that point I saw. We're uh, back to the NBA. Uh, so we'll see what happens with your Spurs tonight. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked either way. I mean, I think it's a winnable game. game. It just depends on how – if they can get off to a good start too. And if somewhat their experience should play a factor a little bit. You know, I don't know what the crowd – capacity memphis is looking for what they're allowed to have tonight but we'll see man we'll see how it goes
1: um you know on this date in 2001 kobe came to the alamo dome gave them boys 45 and 10 went crazy you remember that game yeah i remember spurs were 65 and 26 that year danny ferry tony o'daniels came through dunked on tim and dave with the left
3: don't, but, don't, but don't get it to it. The Lakers were heavily favored that year. That was the 0-1 team. That was, they were heavily favored, and That was no.
1: I'm just no, saying. No, I mean, I'm just saying. I was just saying on this date. I know we like to do on this date. Uh-huh. On this date in one Kobe came through and crushed the Alamo Dome. Yeah, well,
3: good performance. Good performance by
1: him. Fresh off of 48 against Sacramento in the closeout. This year they only lost one game in the playoffs. Have
3: you seen that, new, that video that surfaced of him and – Tim and Kobe, like their rookie year, with some kind of card thing when yeah. they joke around each other.
1: That was like Big cool. F-
3: Dick Vitale would love your name. Yeah. how oh, They look young <laughs> in that picture.
1: They were young. Um, so who you got tonight? You, I, I don't do predictions. You do the predictions. Who you got?
3: Let me see what the desert's telling us here. Um, last time I checked yesterday, the Spurs were a four-point underdog going into this game tonight. And right now... Let's see out here. I don't know where William Hill has it at, but uh, right now the Spurs, they are still, that line had no movement. They're still a four point underdog. Memphis minus 175 on the money line. Hmm. Let's see what that first half is seeing here. Um. Let's see, first half by uh, two with the Spurs. I really like the Spurs' first half. I like them to have a lead. I like them first quarter, first half. Plus two, plus one in the first half of the game. I'll take the Spurs tonight. With really? The points for sure, and then possibly the outright win, but definitely with the points. Um, yeah, if they get off to a good start. I think their experience can go. I, I don't. I don't really give them a chance against whoever they play next, even if they play tonight. I don't give them a chance against Golden State because uh, they only beat them once. I give a chance against once. Golden State, but Lakers. I don't give them real. a chance
1: against the Lakers because you got Drummond, you got Ad, Harold. They just, you know, they're just gonna punish the Spurs inside. The Spurs, that's where the Spurs lack rebounding and in the paint. And then of course LeBron. Like, let's just stop. I don't think they. I mean, it is one game, but I know I give them a less of a chance against the Lakers than I do Golden State. Golden State can be beaten.
3: Of course they can be beaten. They're not supposed to be here. You know, like Steve Kerr said yesterday, Steve's he like, hey, you know. Who
1: do the this Spurs Steve, have that's this like Steve Steph Curry? So if, if if Golden State ain't supposed to be there, the Spurs ain't either.
3: How many G League players have the Spurs called up this year to play?
1: Well, well, right now, we don't know. Right now, right now, some of these guys might be.
3: <laughs> I'm t- look, again. Steph Curry, there's,
1: there's no Steph like, on this team. There's nobody. There's
3: no Steph on a lot of teams, Rudy.
1: So what I'm telling, what I'm explaining to you is, if Golden State is supposed to be here, neither are the Spurs. No, the Spurs. The Spurs
3: Golden don't, have a, team, listen, to listen, the Spurs don't have a better team, top listen, to bottom. The Spurs don't have a better team, top to bottom. The Golden State. Listen, listen, let me tell you something. Stop it. Golden State.
1: Stop it. Had a free, there's nothing you on, can say, Cal. Had a
3: Finals MVP lead them. Okay, which everybody thought so they wanted to Spurs. Okay, years ago, prior to that, so that did was disperse. before that. It's been a while since then. Golden State just had theirs, and not only it that, twenty nineteen, the Calvin. Sec- possibly, what are you talking about? Possibly, is a while back, possibly the second or third best play, a best shooter that we've ever seen. And Klay Thompson's been out for two years. Their number one, two overall pick, has been out for the season, and they got a big. Like I told you, uh, I named the guy yesterday. Look, man,
1: I see what you're saying. What I'm telling Who's you the Spurs Draymond. Spurs should be... No, you, I'm asking you. Who's the Spurs? Draymond?
3: No, I'm not letting you pump. No, I'm. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I don't. But
1: uh, but answer that then. Who do the Spurs have that's that's that heady? That rebounds that way? That passes that way? That controls the floor and runs the entire game? Like like I'm not. I don't. I'm not a huge Draymond fan. Are you talking about the position or just the player in general? Just the, just how, the way he plays the game.
3: If you take, there's nobody they have with them okay. defensively, but offensively doing all that kind of stuff, it should be DeMar. I mean, all Draymond does offensively, is a lead a fast break, which DeMar should be able to do. And as but much, as we, hate, as, as, much as
1: we hate on Wiggins, who does the Spurs have that's better than him? Wiggins
3: ain't showed up. No, but who's
1: better than him? Who on the Spurs is better than him? I, I you put, can't keep I, saying DeMar. I, I, I put Lonnie
3: Walker just on the purpose of, uh, of Wiggins. Calvin,
1: I don't like, I, look, I can't stand Andrew Wiggins. But, like, relax.
3: Lonnie Walker's putting no, the same upside. Not. What has Wiggins done, really? What has Lonnie done? There. We had a second What I'm trying, to tell, is, what I'm trying to tell you
1: is, top to bottom, the Golden State has a better team than the Spurs. Uh, like, in, the, in I, this. This, as a whole, like, you put Clay, Top yes, to bottom. This
3: team, no, I'm not giving you that, man. I'm not. And the whole deal is when you say, well, the Spurs and are And you say to be Kerr's there. a better so, coach than Pop. I think he, at this time, it is. Okay, so they even got a better coach. Pop is the GOAT. And at the end of the day, we got three years missing the playoffs. And at the end of the day, no, the Spurs should be in at least a ninth or eight. I had them like maybe an A-C. Golden State's had injuries, man.
1: So have the Spurs.
3: What, to Derek White is going to be in the level of injury of Clay Thompson?
1: I'm just telling no, you. No, it's not even I'm close. I'm just telling you. I'm not going to allow you to say Golden State shouldn't be Let me be tell here. you
3: something. I No, the way the season went, they're not here if that guy didn't catch on fire. That's the reason their why they're here. coach was ready to quit. Steve Kerr said Well, here because of meaningful is re- season. That coach
1: was ready to quit by the and, way. And Steven didn't allow it. He was ready to quit. He said, I'm not going to play him all this time for uh, whatever well, season. Well, I'll
3: tell you the way this, Though the, I love him, but the Ooh. way this coach has coached some of these games down here this year, it looked like he's ready to quit too. Man, he, we, might if, be. I mean, he might but be. But at the end of the day, I'm telling you that I feel uh, that when when I say Golden State's not supposed to be here, nobody really had them, even Clay or even the season had them making the playoffs No, the West. no, the
1: way the season started, no, what a, and that's why I'm telling you when you say i don't give the spurs a chance against either golden state or lakers i because at first of all they got to win the night they got to win the night but if they should win the night you'd rather play golden state than la 736-976 you
3: listen to the sports ground we'll be back
2: hey washington dc we missed all the cheers the tears and the touchdowns the excitement of a last second field goal to get the heart pumping? The football season's finally here. So now's the time to head to Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races to place your bets for week seven. And placing your bets at the Sports Book at Hollywood Casino Charlestown Races is an easy way to earn exciting My Choice rewards all season long at the Sports Book at Hollywood Casino Charlestown Races. All gaming is regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Gamble too much? Call 1-800-522-4700 for free confidential help. Must be 21.